Life in Exile podcast. This is your host, Carol Gaddis. Christmas in a War Zone Many of us grew up watching MASH, a TV show about a medical unit during the Korean conflict. To say it was a comedy almost sounds sacrilegious, but it was, and aired for over 10 years, becoming an American classic. In that series, writers showed both the horrors and mundaneness of war, and the coping mechanisms of the characters that had us laughing and crying at the same time. The episodes that touched us the most were often those centered around holidays, as we witnessed the effects of homesickness in living color. That conflict, war, or military action, however it was described, would not be the last of this modern-day world. Even now, conflicts rage in almost every continent on the planet, with local struggles and upheaval in those not yet in all-out war. Local, regional, national tensions and conflict directly affect those serving among the nations. How do you celebrate a holiday, especially one like Christmas, when there is so much going on? To celebrate or not celebrate? That should not be the question. Recently, the Palestinian Authority decided that traditional Christmas celebrations will not take place in Bethlehem, leading to the removal of the customary decorations. The place of our Savior's birth has become the latest victim of war. Yet, will the removal of trees and lights stop Christians from commemorating the importance of that day? Hardly, for it was in the middle of a land of occupation and conflict that the Christ child was born. God doesn't need decorations to announce his son's arrival. He used an amazingly bright star and choir of angels to note the event. When the world seems upside down with wars and conflicts and messed up priorities, That's when he asked us to remember the situation into which he entered the world and the first to hear of his birth. When you can't have everyone to your home to celebrate, when you're far from home and those you love, remember that Mary didn't have her mother nearby for the birth of this God-given child. She only had Joseph and some local donkeys and sheep. But God reminded her with the arrival of some very excited shepherds, that this was not an occasion to be missed, but celebrated. They rushed into the stable to find this overwhelmed family ready to celebrate what they'd heard from the angels and spread the news to all around. It's not how we celebrate, but whom we celebrate. There is a story of wartime celebration between enemy troops during World War I where carols in each side's language were sung to the Christ child. This led to a short-lived but memorable truce. When war rages and nations are ill at ease, celebrating the Prince of Peace can bring the much-needed moment of peace to our homes and hearts. If conflict where you're serving is keeping you from finding rest, don't add stress by trying to decorate and create a memory of Christmas's past. Instead, just focus on Jesus. Reflect on his purpose in coming as he did at that point in history to that people and land. 
Read scripture to remind yourself just how amazing his coming was and how it fulfilled all the prophets had foretold. It was all in God's plan. As you purposefully focus on him, I pray God will bring a song to your mind and heart. And as you give voice to the song, you will celebrate with the angels. Be a witness in how you celebrate Christmas. Will the way you choose to celebrate Christ's birth impact others in times of crises? Absolutely. When we choose to celebrate in spite of our circumstances, God brings a truce, a moment of peace into the hearts of those who might now be enemies of Christ in order to plant seeds of hope for the future. Don't miss the opportunity to speak peace into the lives of others as you worship the Prince of Peace this Christmas. Grace and Peace. This has been a podcast of Carol Gaddis. To find out more, visit lifeinexile.net. Please share with a friend if this has encouraged you. Thank you for listening.